Yeah, good, good job. Good morning. It's good to see your face. Stand up, please. My name's Brandon. It's great to be here. Come to the front of your mat. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip-width distance. Bend your knees. Drop your upper body towards the floor. Relax your neck. Open your eyes and focus your eyes on one physical point in the environment. And what a special space you woke up in, or are going to wake up in. Consider that you're not awake just yet. I mean, your body is standing up in a forward bend. You did get out of bed. Thank goodness. You know how many people didn't get out of bed this morning who are still in bed and are not going to be able to get out of bed? You're very fortunate that you have this energy of yes in your life. There's some receptivity. You're not stuck in your head. And if you are, you have acknowledged that and you showed up to your mat. Spread your toes across your mat. Get a sense of where you stand in the room right now. If you're going to look around today, look around now. Go ahead. Get it out of your system. Look at the tattoos. Look at the clothes. Look at... whatever you need to look at, and then focus your eyes on one point. And know that that's a practice of choosing one point to see, focusing in on that point, and then being with that point, and being unmessable with around that practice of focusing. Flow follows focus. Be intentional with the physical foundation of your pose and consider that your physical eyes, your two eyes, because in yoga we have a spiritual eye. And in order to awaken or open that spiritual eye, you have to train your two eyes to see one point. You can put a block under each hand. We have so many good tools in this practice. Your mat is a tool. Your yogi toes is a tool. The heat is a good tool. I don't like to say this, but I'm a tool. (laughs) A good working tool. Relax your neck. Let the blood flow into your brain. It's one of the first things I do every morning is turn upside down. My father actually built me a headstand machine. Well, I'm not standing on my head, I'm just um, propped up on my shoulders. It's like this wooden contraption he built so my neck stays loose. Man, every morning I try to time myself three to five minutes upside down. You feel the blood rushing into your face and your brain and it gets so intense in the beginning and then over time you adapt and you generate faith. And then there's a sense of when just to come out. But we want to push a little bit. Lean in. You know, Uttanasana. Ragdoll, what we refer to as ragdoll, is translated from Sanskrit into English as intense pose. You just turn upside down and relax your neck, really relax your neck. 
keep your eyes open, relax the muscles in your face. It gets intense over time. That's good though, bring your hands to your mat. Downward dog. Hey, feet hip width distance. You can check out your hands, make your hands shoulder width distance. This is the first practice, the first organizing practice of building a physical yoga pose is to be intentional with the way you place whatever parts of the body are touching the ground. Everybody walk your hands and your feet apart. Give yourself a few more inches of space front to back. Now bend your knees. You can straighten one leg at a time and just kind of flirt with awakening the muscles in your feet, your hamstrings. Drop your head towards the ground. Keep your eyes open, clear. Now you can keep both of your knees bent, but activate your core strength. With your knees bent, tilt your sitting bones to the sky. From your core, press your hands on the floor. Rebound up the lateral body, sitting bones up another half inch or so. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Through your nose, breathe in. Through your nose, breathe out. Big breath in. Empty it out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. I just want you to consider that we're not doing yoga poses. We're using our body to access physical inner space. If you need to bring your bottom knee to the mat, if you need to bring your elbows to the mat, I want you to be intuitive. I want you to adapt. I want you to empower yourself. Adaptation. Ease. Now with effort, push your hands in your mat more. Take your upper leg to the left. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the right. If your bottom knee is not on the mat, you don't want to be halfway in and halfway out. Go all in. Straighten your bottom leg. Activate your bottom quadriceps full on. Pull in. Generate some earth, some fire. Now more air. Take your upper leg to the right. Some freedom in the pelvis. With your core strength, walk up to the front of your mat. Make your feet touch each other. Bend your knees. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Use a strap if you have tight shoulders. You're just accessing new space. With your knees bent, tilt your sitting bones to the back of the room. Press your collarbones to the front of the room. Bring emphasis. Lengthen your spine on your in-breath. Drop your upper body towards your mat. Spread your toes across the floor. And lighten your heels. Begin to shift your weight forward, but don't make your toes get all white-knuckled. Take your outer shins in. Inner thigh bones to the back of the room. And take your hips forward, relax your neck, open your eyes. You're doing great. There's nothing you need to know. Drop the concern for looking good, doing it right. Drop the concern for not looking good. And doing it the wrong way. It's impossible. You showed up to your mat. 
That is your practice, just saying yes to life. And we're going to take it deeper by bringing more awareness into the bones, muscles, skin. We're going to access the whole body. Bring your hands to your mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. If you ever get dizzy, take child's pose. Never fight dizziness. Spread out your fingers more. Bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. up, reach your arms to the ceiling, breathe in, bend your knees, bow forward. How fortunate we are to have heat and humidity on a cold winter day, sorry, cold autumn day. Flat back, breathe in, high plank. This is not a look how much I know, look how much I can do practice. This is I put my attention on listening practice and give up everything else. And take my attention off everything else but me creating sound. Well, you creating sound. And I'm doing the same practice. I'm listening to my voice. I'm watching the students. I'm just observing and listening. Training, being right here, right now. <clears throat> Lift your chin away from your chest, breathe in. Come forward and halfway down. You can rest your whole body on your mat. Up dog. You can have your legs on the floor, your pelvis on the floor. You can even have your chest on the floor. Just make it work. Down dog. That's what's empowering. Custom fitting. The yoga forms. Build fire. Your access point is airflow. Doesn't have to be loud. You're using your throat as a sound box. You may have to breathe in and out of your mouth. But as the body heats up, the bones, the muscles, the skin, the organs, the whole constitution of your body is going to shift. Huge breath in. Empty out. Maybe the stuffiness and congestion will disappear. The tightness and rigidity. Walk or jump forward. Just dissolve. Halfway up. Forward bend. Sweep up. Get as much air into your lungs as possible. Study that. Bow forward. Get all the air out. Straighten your legs. Lean in. Flat back. Fill your lungs to capacity. You can have your knees bent. High plank. Downward dog. 
connect to your eardrums, funnel sound into your ears. In the foreground is my voice, the sound of your breath, the sound of the other students breathing, the hum of the humidifier. Maybe you hear the air, the heat pass through the vents, but in the background, there is an alert in a stillness. Huge breath in. Empty out. Be patient. Push all the air out. Uddiyana Bandha. Belly to your spine. Walk or leap to your hands. Flat back. Forward bend. Sweep up. Fold forward. You know, over time, you'll love the heat. Halfway up, high to low plank, upward dog, down dog. Even if you resist the heat, the heat still works on you. And if you can shape glass with heat, you can shape the most stubborn parts of you, the most difficult parts of you. And it's usually the parts we don't see. They're really blind spots. And they show up as muscular patterns in the body. I'll tell you, just by moving with intention, a lot of that muscle memory, breathe in, empty out. I don't have a good word. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up, forward bend chair. Let me say we disrupt that muscle memory. So disrupt the muscle memory in your quadriceps. We don't, we're not used to bending our knees a lot because we have to access a deeper strength than just muscle energy. So access your soul force. A whole a portal opens up when your eyes are steady and your breath is sound. And then, and then I tell you never compete with anybody unless it inspires you. So can you go lower than your neighbor? You're going to have to make peace with your neighbor. And if you look grumpy with your neighbor, you're probably going to scare them. So look over your neighbor. Be friendly, even if it aggravates the hell out of you. <clears throat> yeah, do you, see, do you feel a little better? It's like shaking hands with people in church. Do you ever do that? All right, breathe in. Bow forward. Everybody's grumpy in church till they do the handshake. Halfway up, I don't go to church. This is my church. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Earth is my church. Physicalness, the physical body is a temple and you have to live in it. Consider you don't live in the body. You live in stories. Transformation, physical transformation, begins by embodying your feet. Line up your heels or separate your feet wider, right to left. You're in the process of building on rock, being a master builder. Put your front foot on 12 o'clock. Seal the baby toe edge of your back foot in the floor and have your back toes towards 9 or 10 o'clock. 
Stack your shoulders over your hips, and you can look up a bit. Stack your wrists directly above your shoulders. You know, straighten your gaze in front of you. Spread your toes across your mat. Pull your belly to your spine. Now from your core, press your feet in the floor. Rebound up the back leg. Take your upper arm bones back. Spread your fingers again and again. It's constant effort to keep your hands alive, to keep energy flowing through your hands, to be of service. Now when you breathe deep and there's vocalized breathing, you are of service to everybody in this room. Your breath, the sound of your breath, your voice is a great contribution. You're literally shaping the listening in the room. You're contributing to empowerment. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Don't let that happen. Breathe out. Big breath in. Big breath out. Lengthen your spine. Go up. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. An empowered human being. A physical body where awareness is flowing from the bones, through the muscles, and through the skin. And this is the key word, through. Look through what you see, but not in a trance. And make that distinction from kind of being under a spell. Your eyes are steady, but you don't really see. That's not drishti. You discover drishti moment to moment to moment. To moment. It's the practice of renewing your vows with your clarity. If you want a journey to your feet, then you must keep your eyes steady and clear. And once you embody your feet, spread out your toes even more. Embody your hands fully. Now from the extremities, move into the core. Tighten up your back quadricep muscles. You're like siphoning earth energy from the center of each heel up through the legs. Now there's a trigger at the pelvis. Lift the front of your pelvis up. Make your tailbone descend towards your mat. Keep the rigor in the back leg. Muscle energy. Pull in. Belly in. Take your right lung forward, your left lung back. Now let's pump air. Let's create the sound of victory, the sound of ujjayi. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Relax the region around the eyes. Big breath in. Drop your hips two inches closer towards your mat. Fill your lungs to completion. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Uh, give him birth. Something new emerging every day. Every day we gotta press the reset button. Every day we got to remember, rejuvenate, begin again. Nothing better than doing it together. Or just being together. Breathe in. Empty out. 
Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Bow down. Chair. Fold forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Right foot forward, warrior one. You keep moving, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Get up to the warrior one peak. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. It's just like a ball going up in the air. There's a point where it stops, but it's alive and spinning. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. In vinyasa, we don't stop. If we pause, there's still nothing that stops. This is vinyasa. It keeps moving. It's aliveness. Breathe in, empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up, forward bend. Chair, open your eyes, see everything. Fold forward. Halfway up, low plank. Upward dog, downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. What a ride, it's just expansion. Go low, contraction. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, move from your bones. Yeah, you're moving, but something's moving you. Low plank. Can you feel that? Up dog. You got to pay attention. Down dog. Pump air now. Use your lungs, your diaphragm like bellows. the coolest thing if you ever had a wood-burning stove and you have access to the air vent and just like that a little more air the fire starts burning more less air the flames start to dampen breathe in empty out walk or jump forward pull you back a little halfway up bow down utkatasana forward bend long spine low plank up dog, down dog, warrior one, step your right foot forward, bring in the air, burn hot, get up there, low plank, up dog, down dog, warrior one, step your left foot forward, stretch the skin between your fingers, low plank, up dog, down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two, for a breakthrough. Give up what you must to be still, clear, and present. Line up your heels. Put your front foot on 12 o'clock. And if you want to bring your front foot over to the right side of your mat a little bit so you can stabilize your foundation, do that. Readjust the front foot, though, if you moved it, and be mindful you're working with precision. Front foot on 12 o'clock. And stack your front knee directly above your front ankle. Your shoulders above your hips. Now flip your palms to the sky. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Big breath in. Empty out. One more. Huge in-breath. Chaturanga. You want to check on? Up dog. Down dog. 
Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two, drop in. You will skim over your whole class unless you make a radical commitment to drop in right now to set the foundation of your presence. Live in your feet completely. Feel the insides of your feet. Ground the baby toe edge of your back foot in the floor. Track your front knee over to your front baby toe. Flip your palms to the sky. Now belly up, quarter floor, radiate through the arms. Breathe in, breathe out. This is getting your arms strong. Breathe in, breathe out. Huge in breath. Sink down two inches closer to the floor. Fill your lungs. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. All right. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. How the poses look is not important. You staying on your mat, you adapting, you working with what you got is empowerment. It's just generating this energy of, yes, this is all I got. This is your life. Feels good to be upside down and be turned inside out. It's good training. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. You can bring your bottom knee to the floor. Make it homey. Open the windows, open the doors. Whatever comes in is welcome. Pull the pit of your abdomen up from the core, press the floor, gain an inch more. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Keep your back heel off your mat. You can take child's pose whenever you need it. Bring your hands to a prayer at your heart center. Twist to the right. Discipline yourself to embody your feet. Put both feet on 12 o'clock. And you can adjust your feet right to left, front to back. Stability is first. And then there'll be some malleability, flexibility. Lift your back heel up and towards the front of the studio. You can straighten your arms. You can add a block. You can bind your shoulders. Five counts. What a beautiful experience of aliveness. Being at your edge and then breathing anyway. Breathing right into the tight tissue. Breathing right into the compressed areas of your body. Renewing, resetting. Huge breath in. Twist empty out. Drop your back heel to your mat, warrior two. Extended side angle. Line up your heels. Be masterful, placing your feet with intention. Half bind. Be masterful, stacking your joints on a vertical plane. Spread your toes across your mat and nudge your front knee forward and to the right. Do you see how it collapses into the front big toe? That's a no-no. Okay, now front of your pelvis up, tailbone down. Otherwise, your bum is going to stick out and you're going to compress your lower back. Five counts. If you keep your eyes steady, you'll be able to feel the subtlety of expansion and contraction. This will bring you right into neutral alignment, what we call perfect alignment. Huge breath in, low plank. 
Up dog, and when I say perfect, it doesn't mean that it can't be improved on. Down dog, it's a mindset, it's an attitude. Bring your feet together, lift your left leg to the sky, bend your upper knee. This is good space if you say so. Or flip your dog. It's like you'll get a zing, a little zing, like this is it, when you're in tune with your gaze and your breath. If you're not in tune with your gaze and your breath, you'll just be in like analysis, paralysis, you'll be in fear, you'll be frozen in time. Take a risk, go to the edge. Get a little risky, why not? You're gonna die anyway. High plank. Bring your feet together, spin your heels to the left, take your right arm to the sky. Danger is good, but you just want to go in with awareness. I'll tell you, when you develop self-awareness, whole body, whole mind-body awareness, you get bold and you play the edge everywhere, every department in life, not just on the mat. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. You can do that, go from Vashistasana to down dog. Did you know that? Did we already do crescent lunge on this side? No? Good. Prayer twist to the left. Sometimes I get lost. I'm like, where am I? And then I just ask the students. Simple. You can straighten your arms. The warrior has allies, and where are the allies? All around them. This is why the request is to wake up and see one physical point in the environment. It's to pull you out of your head, into your body. Five counts. Assist yourself. Use blocks. Scale down. Maybe you scale up and do binds. We're going to transition to warrior two together. Huge breath out. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Smooth as can be. Wrap your upper arm around your back. And if you want to be smooth, you've got to link up breath and movement. This connection to breath and movement made possible with a relaxed brain. A brain that's in gear. A brain that's ready now. You have to train ready now in us. About five counts. Constantly looking into the future. You want to manifest your future and start dreaming? Just gaze at one point. Train yourself into present moment awareness. Right hip back, right lung back, right shoulder back. Breathe in. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog, ah, doing the work, doing the digging work, the grit work. Breathe in, empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up, forward bend. Utkatasana, chair. Bring your hands to a prairie, a heart center. Twist to the right, take your left elbow past your right thigh. Man, my intestines, my vital organs go one day without these twists. I feel it in my whole body. I feel it in my brain. I get foggy, foggier. And from a twist, you have access to clarity. And everything that brings you into fogginess 
and dullness is going to come up as a mist right now. And you've got to generate heat. You've got to activate your solar plexus region. So tilt your sitting bones to the back of the room. And instead of breathing in your belly, activate your lower abdominals, pulling it up. So when you breathe in, the expansion and contraction are going around the region of the heart. Okay, lean back into the center of each heel. We've got some more work here. Stay in your prayer or straighten your arms. Now some wise investigation at your feet. Enlighten your toes. Take your outer shins in. De-wrinkle the back of your neck. Bring your chin to your chest. That's it. About five more counts. Know it. When you want to come out of the pose, this is the access point into the more evolved part of your brain. If the neck is all kinked up, we can't access. Drop your hips another three inches closer to your mat. Lift your torso off the front of your thighs and ring out. Drop your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Bring your chest to your thighs. Create some space. Hook your big toes with your peace fingers. Now with your chest and your thighs, lengthen your spine. Breathe in. All at once, lean forward. Relax your neck and pull the crown of your head towards your mat. Let the heat work on you from the outside in, landing on your skin, getting into the muscles and the blood, and then the metabolic fire you are generating by strong airflow and activating your muscles. Take your shoulders to your back. Let go of your toes. The crow. Come in, come in. Be a yes for crow. Five. I love that when I'm a no for crow and then I disrupt it and take action. Four. There's like a palpable shift in my heart, in my head. Three. Press the inner edge of your feet together. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. All right, walk to the front of your mat. You can jump. Flat back. Forward bend. Chair. You're doing awesome. Stay the course. Bring your hands to a prayer at your heart center. Twist to the left. It's probably one of the most empowering seats on the planet. See, you show up to your yoga mat, your yoga studio, and then you create your authentic space. You have your yoga mat. Then you begin generating a deeper attention in the, the bones. So organize the bones. Notice how your right sitting bone is dropping lower than the left sitting bone. Good. Take your right hip crease back. And if there was an orange on your sacrum, it wouldn't roll off to the right or to the left. Wow, that worked. Press the outer ankles towards your mat. Good. Very good. Turn your inner ankles back. Back. You can separate your heels a little bit. Now, if you stay with the hands in a prayer, press your upper palm on your lower palm so you elevate off the front of your thighs. If your arms are straight, you have a block underneath your bottom hand. Oh, you're pushing down into the floor. Five counts. You're doing great. Let that heat build. Let that burn happen. You've got to endure the burn. Bring your chin to your chest slightly. Lift off the front of your thighs. Twist more. Great. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width. Gorilla. Walk your toes past the crease of your wrists. So accommodate. Bring your chest to your thighs. Bend your knees a lot. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. 
And lean forward. Straighten your legs. And I wish I could tell you after 18 years that I don't resist practice. There's practices I resist the whole practice. But I'm so happy I came. Doesn't matter if it felt like I got dragged through, dragged to practice. No one has to drag me to practice. I know what's on the other side of the practice at this point. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Bring your feet together. Ground your feet in your mat. Stand up. Take your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Come to the front of your mat if you're not there. Eagle. Make your feet touch. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. Five. Ah, some fresh, late November air. Bring it in. Four. Three. Bend your left knee. Good knee strengthening pose. Two. Good. Sweep up. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. I told you in our first chair pose, we don't like to bend our knees a lot. And if we do bend our knees with intention and purposefulness, we'll develop strength and longevity. Pull into center line. Breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle, right leg over. Wrap your right arm under. Five. Yoga trains us to bring into view our weaknesses, our transgressions. Four. Three. And to see that that's perfect. Two, just as we are. Sweep up. Eagle, bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. Usually when we find imbalance or weakness, we condemn ourselves and we make ourselves wrong. We want to develop a new way of seeing ourselves as perfect, whole, and complete, just as we are. Pull into center line and breathe out. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe in. Open your mouth. <sighs> Come to the front of your mat. Bring your feet together. Airplane. Take your arms by your side. Be mindful that your feet are on 12 o'clock and a skillful takeoff. Lift your right leg up behind you. Keep your feet on 12 o'clock. And you want to keep the nose of the airplane up a little bit, up a bit. Bring your hands to your heart center, aim. Half moon, now a skillful landing. Switch hands. Put your bottom foot straight forward on 12 o'clock. Stay here or half bow. Bend your upper knee. Grab your upper ankle. Five. You got it, Noah. Good. Four. 
three, pull in tight, tight, tight. Two, look up. Ragdoll, yeah, Noah. Child's pose if you want, it's fine. Bring your hands to the floor, walk your feet together, stand up. Lift your arms above you, breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it, breathe in. Open your mouth. Make your feet touch. Airplane. Balance on your right leg. Equanimity. An even stream of vision. Flowing out of the right eye to one point. Flowing out of the left eye to the same point. And there's a convergence to the midline of the body. Pull your arms into center line. Pull your quadricep muscles into the thigh bones. Pull in. Press down. Lift up a little bit. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon, masterful landing. Try this. Fingertips, you have more surface area. Kip, you want to move forward a little bit so you don't kick her. Stay here, a half bow. Pull in. Come up on your fingertips and thumb tip on the bottom hand so it's like a little tent. Good, you feel that space? Five, pull in here, pull. Four, pull your belly up to your spine. Three, quarter floor, floor to extremities, go out, two, ragdoll. Everything's good, everything's good. Bring your hands to your mat, walk your feet together. Stand up, lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Empty out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Tree. Come to the front of your mat. Balance on your left leg. Bring your right foot to your left inner thigh. Slow your heart rate down. Keep your lips sealed. Breathe in and out of your nose. And make your tongue relaxed. So it fills the lower palate. Spread your toes across your mat. And spread your toes across the fabric of flesh of the upper leg. Receive your upper foot with the flesh and the muscle of your upper thigh. Push into the bone. Push in. Now lift your arms to the ceiling. Align your skull so your head's not coming forward. Bring your chin to your chest and take the sides of your neck back a bit. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to your mat. Tree, balance on your right leg. Bring your left foot to your right inner thigh. Strengthening your roots, your relatedness. I always found that people who have humility, who've kind of hit bottom, are very easy to relate to. People who know they're suffering, and the whole world is suffering. Lift your arms to the sky. And there's a path out of suffering. It's meditation. It's a Buddhist noble truth. Suffering exists, and there's a path out of suffering. Spread out your fingers. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to your mat. Come to the front of your mat. Ground your feet in the earth. Arms up. Bow forward. Halfway up, low plank, 
Upward dog. Downward dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. This is our last standing sequence. You're doing great. Warrior two, acknowledge yourself. You made it this far. Straighten your legs, triangle. Put some blocks to the outside of your front shin. I like stacking up two blocks. That way my butt doesn't stick out. So not only do blocks help you keep in the joint systems aligned on a vertical plane, but the action of the pelvis. Lift the front of your pelvis up. Send your tailbone to your back heel. Now belly to your spine. Left ribs down. Five more counts. Oh, some full expression through the feet, through the hands. Take your left lung back. Breathe out. Stand up. Bring your hands to your hips. Face the left side of the room. Make your feet parallel to one another and lift your arms above you. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your elbows and make your hands connect at your upper back. Straps are good tools. Access new space. Breathe in. Bow forward. Asana. One of the greatest discoveries in the world, vinyasa. Asana with vinyasa. Never do asana without vinyasa. Without putting your attention on something bigger than you and devoting yourself to that. And this is the foundation of Baptist yoga. Putting our attention on the listening of sounds. And then we generate the sound of our breath. And before you know it, we're in our seat. We're in our power. Lights are on. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Pyramid. Keep your bind. Step your back foot. Halfway up your mat. Maybe more, maybe less. Just be intentional with the physical foundation. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Bow over your front leg. And when you bow forward, you can readjust the feet front to back, right to left. Why? So you can lengthen your spine to its full Capacity to its full extension. Get here. Lengthen there. You feel that? Twisting triangle. Put a block. Maybe two of them under your left hand. You can keep your right hand to your hip or take your right arm to the sky. Five. Four. Spin this out. There you go. Three. Press into your mat. Lengthen your spine. Lift up and twist. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two, you're doing great. Trust it. Straighten your legs, triangle pose. Well, you don't have to trust it. Just don't not trust it. Just be patient and see. Around the center of your heels, the center of each heel in your mat. Radiate from the center of each palm. So you get your hands and your feet. It's a pathway to the core. A few more counts. Tighten up your back leg. Oh, muscle energy, fire. Breathe out. Stand up. Bring your hands to your hips. Face the right. Maybe the toe is in on this side. Or feet parallel, your call. Arms up. Drop your left arm by your side. Make your hands meet the thoracic spine. Press your feet in your mat, breathe in. Bow forward, that's how it goes, bro. 
got to keep standing up. Keep standing up or life will devour you. You got to learn to take a stand during the tough stuff, which means that you're remembering and declaring who you want to be. I stand for love. I stand for growth. I stand for giving up what I must so I can move forward and begin again. Stand up. Keep it buying. Face the front of the room. Make it back foot come up until you feel powerful and stable. Breathe in. Bow forward. You see the inquiry of building, sustaining, breaking with the foundation, recreating it. That examination is what shifts you into a soul gear. Twisting triangle. That's it, Jerry. Step your back foot up a bit. More, more, more. Good. Good. Now work that. Work that. Stay with it. Bring here. Flat now. Flat. Stay here. Stay here. Five. Four. Good, good, good. Three. That's it. That's it. Two. Chaturanga. Yes. Up dog. Down dog. Oh, you're done. It's over. The standing sequence, of course. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. Rest one cheek to your mat. Take your arms by your side. Just learning to be a yes for what shows up on our path. Oh, welcome, welcome. Oh, there's this feeling showing up when I'm practicing. Well, welcome. It doesn't mean you like it, but it's welcome. It belongs here. This is excavation. Whatever's festering inside of you and you want to release it, you have to review it. It's got to come up. You've got to taste it. You want to stop putting toxic things in your body, you've got to taste it. You're like getting a taste of the flesh and bones that are on your mat right now. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Those are like the only flesh and bones you ever want to taste. Well, I ever want to taste. Bring your forehead or chin to your mat. With your hands clasped, pull your quadriceps and triceps into the bones. Legs and arms to center. On your in-breath, press down and come up. See how the legs drift apart? Pull them into center. Lift the front of your thigh bones off your mat. All right, now, take your shoulder blades to the center line of your body. Four. How about the back of your neck? Press it to the ceiling. Three. Two. <laughs> Come down. Breathe in. Empty it out. Bow. Bow. Bend your knees. Grab your ankles, your shins, your feet, your call. Pull your thigh bones to center. On your in-breath, press your shins to the back of the room. Now, the feet have a tendency of getting all wonky. You want to have your feet as if they were standing square on the floor. So a lot of us got to locate the baby toe edge of each foot and pull it down to the mat. Five. You're just creating a neurological pathway. Four, through the whole body when you're skillful with your feet. Three. That's here. Yeah. Two. Come back to earth. Breathe in. Empty out. Ah. Bow pose. 
Ready? Yes, you are. Set? Yes, you are. Go! And you're off the earth into new space. Man, if you could see your quadriceps right now working, go ahead. Pump some blood into your legs. Push your shins to the back of the room. Good. Pump some blood up into the region of the heart. See if you can create some more space and get some flow into the chambers of your heart. Just imagine that, the heart enlarging. <laughs> Five, stay with. Four, it's okay. Three, you got killer core strength. Two, come back to your mat. <laughs> Up dog. Get it. Down dog. Bring your knees to your mat. Camel, stand up on your knees. Got some fresh air flowing into the room, so stick your nose up and start pulling the air down. Like two funnels of air just getting sucked right down to the base of your lungs. Five, push your knees into your mat. Four, bring your knees in a little closer a little bit. Three, now take your hips forward. As you press down, feel your spine rebound up to the chest. Down dog. <sighs> Might not feel that good now, but it'll feel good after. Bring your knees to your mat. Camel. You can just keep your hands at your hips. Five. It can be like a minimum edge in the pose and you get maximum space. Four, press your hands into my hips. Three, more reach, more, more, more. Get gritty for that. Two, down dog, good. Bridge, lay on your back. Other way, hun. Here you go. Press your feet in your mat. Lift your hips off the floor. Hey, back bends can be painful, and I want you to make the distinction. Always, always on the lookout for pain. There's life-giving pain, and then there's pain that brings you closer to injury. And if your eyes are steady and your brain's in gear, you can make that distinction. Five. Walk your shoulder blades into the center line of your body. Four. Three. Two. Okay, come down. All right, wheel. Reset your feet like you're going to do bridge. But you disrupt doing bridge. And you put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Bridge is, bridge is optional. Bridge is optional, just like suffering, yeah. optional, okay? Hands wider than your shoulders. Press your hands on your feet and your mat. Come on up. Is it saying pain is inevitable? Yeah, it is. Suffering, five, four, we can alleviate our suffering by doing work. Three, sacred work. Two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. Oh, hurts. 
Hmm. You ready, Levi? You gonna do this one? All right, it's your mom's birthday today. All you guys, you're even her kid today, right? Because you're the boyfriend of the daughter. So that's your mom today, right? So maybe you can be the leader of their, her children. And you do wheel and you lead everyone into wheels so Trish can have an empowered birthday where her fruit is very tasty. Okay, ready? She's so happy she brought her fruit with her today. Ready? Set? Press down, wheel pose. Come on up. The wheels are spinning. Five. Four. Feel the aliveness in the front of the body. Three. More legs, Trish. More legs. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Oh, man. You just say yes to the feeling. It feels good. Even if it doesn't feel good. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. Run DMC. You know Run DMC? Ready? Set. Press down. Wheel pose. Come on up. Great possibility in the front of the body. It's constantly being guarded. Lace your fingers like that and then shimmy in. Yeah. Five, four, pull in to center. Three, squeeze, squeeze. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. It's a little late. Noah, Noah. You want to try my ankles? It'll feel good. You can do it. Just grab onto my ankles, right? We'll do it together. All right, ready? Here we go. Reset your hands and your feet. Pull into center. Press down and come up. Use it up. Use it up. Empty your cup. Ah. Ah. So restorative. Five. Four. Let go of your head. Three. Neck relax. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to the floor. Good, Noah. That's the main man. That's the man. We have one more. Let's go back to the boyfriend. We have one more? We do have one more, huh? Okay, it sounds good. Sounds good, huh? One more, one more. Okay, here we go. Ready? This is it. This is it. This is your life. This is everything. Set. On your in breath, press down and come up. Yeah, it's optional. It is. You don't have to do it. But when you're a yes, and you play big and you get bold, what you want starts to show up. Five, four, three, press into the earth, two. Bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. Good. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop the, splay your knees out. Close your eyes. Straighten your legs. Take your arms to the back of the room. Ah, all that work. If 
for this right here, right now. A marked moment. Breathe in. Empty out. Breathe in. Breathe out. All right, one more. Breathe in. Empty it out. Pull your knees in your body. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Let's open up. Dead bug, grab the outer edge of your feet, splay your knees out. Just on guard, be vulnerable. So much of that way of being is accessed just by showing up to the mat. Being around people, seeing people, people seeing you. Much more than what you present through social media and even face to face, you know. Roll from side to side a bit. Definitely, definitely alleviate some of our emotional suffering by being part of something bigger than us. It's an emotional need to be connected with something bigger than us, community. I remember I was in my first teacher training in Hawaii, and my teacher had a shirt on that said suffering was optional. The first day of the training, right? Then the last day of the training, someone got up and they said, you know, I didn't realize it because he wore the same shirt the last day of the training. He said, I thought your shirt said suffering was optimal. <laughs> Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs up to the ceiling. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Lift your chin up your chest. Breathe in. As you exhale, pulse. One, two, three, four, five, six together. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Keep going. Get a good pulsation where you're moving. There's effort and there's will and intention, but there's something moving you too. This is the discovery of vinyasa. This big movement, this pulsating energy that brings life to all the living. You be with it, you sit with it, you move with it. And the light of awareness begins to shine on what's possible. Not what's not working, what's possible. About 10 more counts. Five, four, three, Two, one. Keep your legs where they are. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. Drop your legs one-third towards your mat. Pull your legs to center. Flex your feet. Drop your legs 30% more. Pull your abdominals down towards your spine. Now drop your legs two inches from your mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Bring your knees into your body. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Bicycle. Take your right elbow to your left knee, straighten your right leg, come back to center, and left elbow to your right knee, straighten your left leg, and go back and forth. But take out the slop and put in intention. No flailing the legs, 
Straighten your legs. We won't do many. Keep your chin centered at the midline of your body and broaden the space between the elbows. So when you're twisting, the oblique muscles are firing up. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Legs up. Sit on your forearms. You can take your arms by your side. Drop your legs 30% down to the earth. Ooh. Drop your legs 30% more. Drop your legs two inches from the floor. We'll do one more set. Lift your legs up to the sky. Make your feet a V. Legs down 30%. Lift your head and shoulder blades off your mat. Bring your feet together. Drop your legs another third. You know, separate your heels and drop your legs two inches from the mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Bring your knees into your body. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. Bring your knees up through center. Take your knees to your right and your chin to your left shoulder. Close your eyes. And just begin erasing what you know. Clear your space. This is what samadhi is. We're excavating all the physical patterns, muscular patterns, as many as we can out of the body, you know, that don't serve us. Rewiring the mind-body so there's a ready now to see what's really here. Samadhi, to see really what's right in front of us. Come back to center. Pull your knees into your body. Grab underneath your thighs. Rock and roll. Back and forth. Cross your ankles. Down dog. Lunge your right. Foot forward, half pigeon. Right leg forward. You can lay on your back. You can do pigeon on your back with the feet on the wall, one foot on the wall. Create your seat. Be intentional, purposeful creating the physical foundation of your pose. Your seat, your throne, your space of observation, of self-study, of witnessing what's going on inside your body. You're a good host to any thought that you discover. Just take your attention off it, bring it into view, and then let it go. You can do that. In order to access that inner space, you're moving into stillness. You're moving 
in a meditation. Moving mindfully into stillness and then just watching and observing. And so much of your practice of observation, which is meditation, observation and listening, you're creating space so you're not stuck inside thoughts. It, I love the metaphor of kind of, you know, the experience of meditation, sitting down or practicing meditation would be similar to be in a room standing up against a wall with your face in front of your body, right up against the wall, nose touching the wall. You can't see any of the room. All you can see is the wall right in front of you. It's very limited range of vision. And then through meditation, it would be like stepping back from the wall, stepping back and back and back and bringing the space that we are into view. There's a whole space Through asana, we reclaim that space. Five counts. Breathe in. Empty out. Downward dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. Create your seat. Asana. You know, Virabhadrasana, warrior pose. Raja Kapatasana, asana, pose, pigeon pose. The seat can translate to seat, to a space we practice witnessing. So it's not so much of a doing. You're not doing yoga. You're practicing, arranging your physical body so it's in a tomb with gravity. This is the great discovery, too, that just like there is a force pulling us down to earth that keeps us walking on earth, moving around on earth, there is an equal and opposite force rising up from the earth, from the core of the earth. It's called grace. And when we learn to stand and sit mindfully, we can catch this updraft. You are moved. You remembered something, something deep. Relax your neck. You can put a block under there. We wash them, so you're good. Flex your upper foot. About five, five, a little more, a few more counts. Relax and be patient and know whatever is arising on your path is the path. It's 
So much of our suffering is alleviated by recognizing our resistance and not resisting resistance. Just being a yes to resistance, just like the moon and tides are intertwined, resistance and growth are intertwined. So much suffering dissolves just through practice. Doesn't go away, but our relationship to it shifts. Well, wow, there's a path to freedom, to a free domain, to clearing space in the body. Asana, meditation, leads us to wonder what's possible. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. Swing your back leg over and stack your shins. Pinch your skin. You can cross your ankles and put a purple block in the space that your ankles make when they cross. Roll forward on your sitting bones. Drop your head towards your mat. I practiced meditation ever since I was a kid growing up. My father had a couple dojos, a couple karate studios, and meditation was you know, preparation work and what we did at the end of class. And I remember just sitting down on the linoleum floor in Virasana with my feet getting all bruised. And I'm like, oh my God, I, like I, would ne I couldn't wait to get out of it. I hated karate. I hated it for meditation. I couldn't stand it. I just wanted to be upstairs with my mother. And I could hear her cooking upstairs. And... But if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that, you know, all that resistance that I experienced in meditation, I probably wouldn't be meditating today. It's like a rite of passage. Like the universe wants to check in. Are you really standing for something? Or is it the slightest impulse you'll be moved and pushed off track? I'm going to be willing just to sit with what is. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. Tell you the beginning of your practice as a student on the mat, the beginning, those first few days, months, years, the first few times you sit in meditation, you just, just turmoil, just busyness, noise, um, fidgeting. Those are beautiful days. Don't despise those days. We have a tendency of despising those days and hating on those days. The days we want to just run out of the room and throw in the towel. Like I look back when I opened Brookline, we're going to be approaching three years in May and 
just like those two years of just tough, just driving back on the Mass Pike, showing up for people in Brookline, you know, five, six people. You know, now we're selling out classes over there, but man, in the beginning, just needed so much faith and vision. And this is what we're developing on our mat, this capacity to stay with what we want to have happen. Not just in our lives, but on the planet, you know? Really getting committed to cause, to creating something that's going to benefit all of us, that's going to move all of us. A few more counts. And all you have to do is build that seat for yourself. Practice yoga asana with vinyasa. Never do asana without vinyasa. Always remember something bigger than you. This is why ujjayi breath is our master key. Huge in breath. Empty out. Sit up. Extend your legs in front of you. Seated forward bend. Bend your knees, bring your chest to your thighs. All forward bends, start there. Integrate the lower and the upper body, chest to thighs. You can put a block at the bottoms of your feet. You got long arms. Okay, lengthen your spine, breathe in. On your out breath, scoot your hips away from your heels and create perfect tension in the back of your legs. Get to the point where there's a, just a tiny little bit of shaking, just a little bit. It's not violent, it's just how nature works. Like the, grass breaking through the soil, the chicken breaking out of the egg. There's got to be resistance. There's got to be. Just don't resist resistance. Move into it mindfully, non-violently, cautiously. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Inverted table. Bring your hands behind you 10 inches. Fingers to the side walls or the front of the studio. Press your hands and your feet and your mat, lift up. One of the greatest movements for your shoulders, the deltoids, the deep rotator muscles. How about the tricep muscles? Pull your tricep muscles in. Good, fan your fingers across your mat. Drop your head back. If it's okay in the neck, if it's not, keep your chin more towards your chest. Five, lift your pelvis up. Four, press your hands and your feet down. Three, pelvis up, hands and your feet down. Two, come back to the floor, good job. Bring your bum to the front of your mat. Waterfall, lay on your back. Put a block underneath your sacrum. Get your sweaty feet up in the air and get some air flowing between your toes. Feel the path of the blood being drained from your feet, your calves your quads, down into the pelvis, into the vital organs, into your brain. So keep your chin centered at the midline of your body. You can lift your chin off your chest a little bit. And bring some charge to your legs. But separate your heels a little bit. And this is a good space to train the baby toe edge of each foot. Pull it down. You feel That's some good action in the feet right there. Point your feet. And point your feet. And then curl your toes back. That's great. That's good, right there.
your head up. Is that better? Yeah. And keep practicing asana. And meditation will find you. Big, huge energy with purpose brought you on earth. And then we separated from it a little bit. We think too much. And we lose touch with feeling. And there's a huge elect electromagnetic force in the world. And it pulls you just like gravity. This is the energy of yes. Like that energy brought you to your mat. That energy is going to move you into eating healthier food. And that same energy is pulling you towards your meditation cushion. You can bring your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor, plow, if you want to clasp your hands at your lower back and shimmy your shoulder blades into the center, you want to use your shoulder blades as two little hands so they push your spine into your chest. Now there's a tendency when you go into plow and or deaf man's pose that your chin gets locked up on your chest. Open up your throat a little bit. You can go into deaf man's pose and pinch your temples. It's good to put some pressure on your skull. It's like if you don't like headstand like this, this is a great inversion. Even doing ragdoll. Or get an inversion table. I got an inversion table two years ago. And then I sold it. Because <laughs> that machine my dad got me. Like he built me. I turn it upside down. Master key to health, no doubt. All right, take your blocks out of the way. Bring your bum to your mat. Pull your knees into your body. Flex your feet. Straighten your left leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the right. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. Close your eyes. Tell you, turning upside down, twisting. Some of the best medicine in the world. Medicine and food. In fact, if you're eating wisely and mindfully, your food is medicine. And you'll be pulled, you'll be wise, you'll, you'll feel that pull towards healthier, life-giving food. There's no secret. It's just clear sentience. You already know it. You don't need experts. Come back to center. Pull your knees into your body. Straighten your right leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the left.
Come back to center. Pull your knees into your body. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Splay your knees out to the side. Feel free to straighten your legs and let your feet flop out to the side. You can put a towel over your eyes. I recommend that so no light creeps into your eyes. You want to make it like the darkness of the womb. You have everything you need. Practice non-doing. The beginning of practicing that is being still. It's tough to be still without moving skillfully because we want to be skillful when we're still, which means um, no movement, not even the eyelids. You're not breathing voluntarily. There's no partnership. It's, you're just being breathed and it's shallow and there's no volume. Practice listening. Practice listening to sounds. And discover the space that the sounds are happening in. Be out here. Listen out here. When you get sucked back into mental images and sound bites, take your attention off that and put your attention on listening to sounds. That's power. Just the beginning. Huge breath in. Open your mouth, let it go.
free them. Open your mouth, let it go. Roll over onto your right side. Keep your eyes closed, sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Sit up straight. Three ohms. forehead center. Give your forehead center a little massage with your thumb knuckles. Push in. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good job. Nice work. Good work. Awesome. All right, go get some water, get some salt, get some fruit, and um, you'll be good to go. Stay on your feet when you get up, and uh, put your blocks up here. If you have any questions, ask me. And Trish, happy birthday. I love you, okay? Everyone else, have a great day, okay? Take care. Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet.